Hi, and welcome to Not Having It All with me, Karis Rianne. This podcast is a mixture of commentary on films, filmmaking and being in the film industry, but it's also about finding gratitude in life when sometimes it just goes completely wrong. So therefore, not having it all is probably what we have most of the time. In this week's episode, I'm joined by Eleanor Brown, who is an actress of the stage and screen, and we discuss the upcoming Oscars, how to keep positive when things are going terrible, podcasts to keep you happy, and the good and bad of social media. So, Eleanor, the first thing I'm going to talk to you about is obviously films, um, like dirt. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to go through with you the top 10 films in the UK right now. Have you been to the cinema recently a lot? Uh, I've seen some of the some of them. I've not seen all of them. Okay, well, so number ten at number ten this week in the UK box office is Maze Runner: The Death Cure. Not seen it. I've seen. I've seen. I'm not going to see this because I saw the first one and I I kind of got to the end of it and thought I could have been doing anything else other than watching that for two hours. Yeah. And I think there's like three or four of them. So, but I don't know. I mean, it's obviously got an audience because people love it. But yeah. you heard what happened to the lead actor, didn't you? No. What happened? Um, he got hit by a car on set. Oh, wow. So they had to like halt production or something. So that's why it was meant to come out last year, I think. And it didn't come out till this year. But yeah, so... Was he okay? Like, is there long-term damage? Yeah, he's fine. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I should have felt like it. <laughs> He's in a wheelchair. No, so he's fine. It's um, Dylan O'Brien, so he's cool now, but yeah. Um, so yeah, not, not Maze Runner fan, to be honest. No. Not really into that. Okay, uh, number nine, big Oscar buzz, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. No, again, I haven't seen it, but that's next on my list. <gasps> I know, I know. I've heard great things. It's, it's great. I watched it, I mean, to be fair, that is still in the top ten is amazing because it's been out for quite a mm. while. I think I saw it, like, early January. mm but no, great film, probably going to win everything. Yeah. Uh, number eight, another one that's been in there for quite a while, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. No, I wholeheartedly disagree with the making of that film, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very passionate. <laughs> no, I just I just feel like there's no need to remake it. I've, I mean, I've heard, actually, I teach some kids at the weekend, and they were saying they didn't even realise it was a remake, and they were saying that it was good, <gasps> but I know, wild. How do they not know about the original Jumanji? That's just bad parenting. No, I know. Um, so no, I definitely won't be seeing that. No, I I was again like you. I was very against it because I just I thought it was very soon to the death of Robin Williams yeah. as well. So it's kind of like why? But apparently people like love it. Yeah, I have it's heard been, that. So, but then again, I think because the rocks in it and Kevin Hart, that's kind of like a selling point. Yeah. Of most movies now, but no, not for me. Uh, number seven, big Oscar film again, The Darkest Hour. Um, I will see it at some point, but I don't feel like I need to see it at the cinema. That's how I feel about ah, that one. One of those. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after seeing it, I would agree. It's not really... It's a, it's a talky film. Mm. Not a... Not a see film, whatever that means. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I liked it, but I was saying... Um, I was saying to someone the other day that I think the performance of Gary Oldman outdoes the actual film yeah like the film itself is not that interesting but his performance is very very well very good i mean he's probably going to win best actor so yeah 
I mean, that's it. It feels like just a showcase for him to do a big transformative role, really. Yeah. There's always, like, one film every year, I think, near the Oscars, where the main focus is the actor or actress's transformation rather than the actual storyline. Yeah. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's still there. Number six, Early Man. I. This is from people who do Wallace, Wallace and Gromit. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I took my brother Lewis to the cinema to see this, and this was his first cinema experience. He's six. And he was so cute. <laughs> and we sat in the cinema, and he waved at everyone that came in. <laughs> it was so lovely. And I just thought, you know, maybe we should all do that. And then I thought, no, that's kind of creepy. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, he was... He, I mean, I didn't really like the film, but he, he loved it. And uh, he wants to go back, so I'll have to t- take him to see something soon. But yeah, early man, not really a fan but you know yeah it has its audience so yeah. oh that's brilliant that's so cute that you took your bro yeah it's, it's it's funny i think when you tell kids that you're a film director like my niece thought that i worked at the cinema and turned the film on <laughs> and that's what a film director is yeah. so it's uh, it's good to kind of tell them every now and then no there's more to it yeah do you remember what your first film was that you saw at the cinema oh god I can't. I remember seeing Spy Kids with my sister yeah. <laughs> and being the only kids in there. My sister and I just running around like nutters because it was 3D and you had like, back then you had like the paper 3D yeah. glasses, yeah. like the cardboard. Um, but no, I mean, I must have seen something before then. Mm. I just can't remember. What about you? Lion King. <gasps> Classic, right? Oh my God. Yeah. I remember, I, this is very naughty. But I remember I had a pirate copy of The Lion King oh, on VHS. And I knew it was pirate because, like, the front cover was, like, in Korean. <laughs> so it was, it was just, like, it wasn't the same. And um, I loved it. Yeah. Oh, God, I love that film. It's throwing me back. And we've got the live-action one coming out this year. I know. Beyonce. Starring Beyonce and Charlie Gambino, too. Yeah. So. I mean, great cast. Amazing cast. All around. Number five, Coco. I haven't seen this either. No. It's another kid's film. I know, nor have I, but I think it's one of the ones I definitely will see. Apparently yeah. it's a crier. I mean, I cry at every Disney film. Yeah, that's the thing. But... They're all, it's like Up. Yeah. Like, I was not prepared for the first five minutes of Up. Yeah. I thought my sister had given me the wrong disc when I asked to borrow the film. <laughs> I was like, this is not friendly about some little kid with a balloon. Yeah. This is heartbreaking. Moving on, though, number four, still in the cinema... The Greatest Showman. Right, so I have seen it. This is—I can't believe this is the only one that I've seen. How how <laughs> stagey of me. I am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Okay, I fucking loved it. So you fucking loved it. <laughs> so I'm obviously like I love musicals, and uh, I was so disappointed when La La Land came out. I was furious. Oh. And I'd, I'd been so, so excited for La La Land to come out. Like, all the old school musical films is what I grew up on. Like, I totally love Singing in the Rain. Like, all those kind of old school musicals. I was like, this is a brilliant idea that they're bringing it into, like, now. And it's going to be a whole new series of films that are going to come out for our generation. And then, whew, hated it. And then, so when I saw yeah. Greatest Showman, not to say that it's an entirely perfect film, but everything that I thought was lacking in La La Land was slap bang in the middle of Greatest Showman. I was thrilled. There's a lot There's a lot of emotion in... And I think the characters as well, there's so many different characters that are... I mean, for me, I think I would have wanted more character development if I could, but what can you mm. do in a two-hour film? Yeah. But um, 
it's funny because this film has been in the greatest showman has been in production for like eight years yeah. so it's actually before la la land which is interesting yeah but you kind of wonder if la la land didn't have the big impact it did would the greatest showman have a place yeah very kind of true actually and obviously yeah. it's the same writers they were the same writers of the music so if they hadn't had la la land under their belt would it have got all the money exactly together so it's it's interesting and I think Hugh Jackman as well has believed in it for a really long time and I think you can see that because he loves talking about it but um it's it's so funny because like I walk up and down my office and there are people listening to it at work the soundtrack <laughs> it's just it's it's hilarious yeah. it's hilarious but no I mean I think it would be like because like Mamma Mia was in the the cinemas for ages yeah very true so I think it would be another one uh, okay, number three, another Oscar, The Shape of Water. No, again, again, on my list. <laughs> I'm awful on my list. I will watch it. I, I saw this a couple of weeks ago, and um, I remember getting to the end of it and turning to my boyfriend, and he just said, that was different. Okay. And he's kind of like, ooh, good, bad, I don't know. Um, it's very Del Toro. It's very... It's it's just it is different. You can't compare it. I mean, some people were comparing it to Splash, and I don't know if you've seen Splash. Mm, not with yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, 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 not for years. But. It's. I watched it yesterday because it was on the telly, and it's nothing like Splash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Daryl Hannah turning up naked in New York is not the same as this fish guy in the bath. Okay. You know. Um, no, it's a good film. I think it's um, to be up there in the Oscar contenders is really cool because yeah. it is very different. I don't think we celebrate. Um, originality a lot in films like you said earlier it's like usually it's just the transformation of the actor and you know some biopic and the stuff like that so it's nice to have a little bit of a game changer in there yeah. I think so no it's good you should go see it I on will. your list Very I will good. do is this one on your list number two Fifty Shades Freed absolutely not <laughs> no. no I uh I've not seen any of these nor have I at all I've not seen anything, but they. Uh, do you know what makes me, it makes me cringe? Is the adverts for them mm. because it's kind of like they say things on the radio like "Leave your man at home, go out with the girls, and watch." And I just think, is that what you think all women do? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like it's some kind of sex show. I mean, I just. I, I can't wait for them to be over. But I heard they're making more books, so they're not going to be over. Yeah, so. I've heard that. I've actually read a like a snippet from... There's, there's, she wrote new books that were sort of from his perspective, I think. Was it? She's basically... She's rewrote the book she's wrote, yeah. but with different words. Yeah. It's, you know... Uh, yeah, I read, I read a little snippet from that, and I, it was... Honestly, it was atrocious, so um, there's no way I'm reading the books or seeing the film. So I was like, no. It's a shame because they're both very great actors. Yeah. So I think it's just... Hopefully it'll be over soon. And number one, obviously, Black Panther. Again, I'm so desperate to see it. I've literally <laughs> seen one of them, which is a big stage of musical on this list. But um, yeah, uh, 100%. <laughs> I was going to go the other day, actually, but um, I ended up I couldn't. But uh, yes, so excited to see it. And I'm so thrilled that it's doing so well and what it is and what it represents love it it's doing it's, it's like breaking box office records left right and center and i love what these celebrities are doing where they're funding for <sighs> yeah. schools to go see i think it's fantastic yeah i really do there was one yesterday it's... wasn't it? it was like tracy ellis ross 
Issa Rae yeah. and uh, someone I can't remember who else the third woman was and they paid for like underprivileged families school. yeah 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 well, not even just school kids they're doing like whole families and I think it's so cool because I think when you've not got a lot of money I mean even if you're taking your kids to the cinema to see any film you're going to cost about 50 quid yeah. I mean it's it's insane but I think it's it's amazing because it must be so so cool to finally go to the cinema and see a big superhero film and see yourself yeah in that I think that's wonderful. Just seeing I the really poster do. and seeing, I think, or maybe actually, maybe there are some white faces on it, but like it's predominantly black. Like that's what <laughs> every, well, yeah, Martin Freeman. But that's, <laughs> that's what we see all the time. So yeah. Yeah. And you kind of don't realize until no. it, it, it's just, it is wonderful. And I hope it's the start of more. I really do. Cause it is silly when you, it's, just, it's ridiculous when you think about this, the first time it's happened and we're in 2018. Yeah. So yeah I um I think it's um I mean it's funny that all these that it's breaking it's funny that it's breaking records because you think less people would be going to the cinema to see these films now there's been so many of them but I think that just highlights how different this film is Mm. that people are going out their way to see this Marvel film in particular yeah so and not another (laughs) Spider-Man no not another one Mm. seriously yeah too much too much okay so that's the top ten I mean this, I mean, Eleanor Brown doesn't go to the cinema very often. I actually don't. As you may have, I'm terrible. As you may have realised. <laughs> She's an at-home watcher, would you say? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Get it on my laptop, transfer it to the TV. That's what's going down in my... Like, I'm always <laughs> behind, but I do end up seeing them, but just maybe like six months down the line. It's all good. It's all good. You just avoid the spoilers and you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm going to speak about the Oscars now because... This time next week, it is Oscar night. Mm-hmm. Will you be watching them? Um, probs not, to be honest. I won't watch them yeah. live. I normally sort of catch the very first bit where everyone's arriving before I go to bed. <laughs> At like 11pm. <laughs> yeah, and then I will just catch up in the morning and watch the best bits, yeah, I have to say. That's what I do. Yeah. I used to, for two years, no, maybe three years, I would book the Monday off work and stay up till 6am and watch them yeah. I don't know why it was just it was ridiculous I'd, and I'd I'd always have to lie to work as well and say I was doing something else more exciting like oh yeah I'm seeing a friend that day or I'm away for the weekend like I couldn't admit like I'll be in my room till 6am <laughs> looking at my laptop with snacks yeah. yelling at why Jessica Chastain didn't win best actress <laughs> kind of thing true story but no I'm, I'm, I don't watch them anymore mainly because they're so long yeah it's ridiculous it is so long like I get that we have a lot of awards but let's just let's just knock this out let's just call out names we don't need to do the whole like 20 second clip of what they we know what film they were in yeah. you know it's uh and the jokes and the oh it just it makes me cringe after a while yeah and the red carpet stuff is still so oh so annoying so, so long annoying what are you wearing and, da, 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 and who's your celebrity crush and oh god gross just the, the worst it was yeah there was, I mean there was a really great thing that Holly Willoughby brought up recently I don't know if you saw it mm. but obviously at the Brits this week they had uh, White Roses as is in solidarity with women with everything that's been going on lately with Time's Up and the irony was that after the Brits the photographers were still you know when they kind of sit by the taxi rank and they take up skirt photographs right 
And Holly Willoughby kind of called them out and was like, look, the whole point of, like, it just goes to show that we're doing this for women's solidarity and against sexual harassment and there's still yeah. this uh, this going on. It just, um, it's like, where's where's the guys? Why is why are they still allowed to attend these award shows, you know? They yeah. should be... Because it's wrong. You can't go around taking pictures up women's skirts. No, of course not. It's, it's, it's hard. Celebrity or not. It's, it's so great that the conversations are happening, but, you know, for having white roses or people all wearing black... It kind of. Yeah. I'm like, how much of it? Like, I mean, what, what does it yeah. stand for? What like, is your opinion on that? Yeah. That whole black wearing black. Initially, and when it was when the the whole wearing black thing was announced, or it was sort of started being talked about, I was a bit like, because quite quite dismissive of it. I thought it's not going to make any difference. It kind of means nothing. Yeah, the me fact too. that you're wearing black kind of means nothing. Anyone can wear black, and if you're in a position where you can have those conversations, if you're in a a powerful position like have those conversations use your power or use your platform to talk about these things yeah. openly and you know maybe it's you feel like it's people are scared to do it because it's going to damage their career but you know people need to take risks because these conversations need to happen and it affects everybody and then actually when I was going to bed before when I saw <laughs> on social media before I went to sleep and I saw the start of everyone being interviewed um and I was like oh actually it does feel kind of special um, mm. And then I know people had issues with it because in, in all the pictures it was sort of like, look at all these white actresses like bringing their like black <laughs> spokespeople. Oh, yeah. like, um, so, uh, I mean, uh, I think it is a good thing and I feel like it does help and it is raising awareness. But again, people have been called up about like, there were plenty of men there that have been accused of things and they were there wearing black. It's very easy to wear black. Yeah. But, James James Franco yeah. and that whole thing. Yeah. yeah, he's been a bit quiet since, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like you. When it kind of came on, I was like, really? That's that's how you're making a stand. You're wearing black. And it's like black, black everyone wears black anyway. <laughs> I know. I, mean, I just I just kind of thought like because someone really made a good point that women should just not go, and like no women should go to these award shows yeah. and just be like, you know what? If you're not going to treat us with respect, you can fuck off. But then you kind of got to look at it that you're like, no, you know what? We have to kind of take this opportunity to make a stand and be like, you're not going to push us around anymore. Yeah. So it's it's hard because what I want, I mean, obviously you and I both work in this industry. I just want change. And I just feel like I want to see that change. Like seeing these people wearing black and holding roses is great, but I want to see change. And mm. I know the BFI recently, they've changed they've changed their funding rules so basically they're no longer going to fund a production that i think it does unless you have someone who's trained to be there to deal with this like sexual harassment oh, sexual assault. okay yeah they've actually changed you cannot get bfi funding now unless you have that there was a few other things they've changed as well regarding it i can't remember off the top of my head but that is fantastic that's the change i want to see and it got me thinking because obviously if I was on, I've been very lucky to never have people on my set be sexually harassed mm. or assaulted. I mean, that would never happen because I would kick ass. Mm -hmm. But it got me thinking: like, if it did happen, would they know who to speak to? Yeah. So now with Rianne Pictures, we're now changing how we do our documents beforehand to let people know if this does happen, this is who you speak to. Okay, that's so, brilliant it's just because I was just thinking like obviously you'd think oh they'd come up to me they'd be like oh my god this person's just done this or this has just happened and I'm not very cool with it but then I thought if you're new on a film set and you don't know anyone and something happens I mean I've been there when it's happened to me and I'm kind of like who do I speak to mm. 
it's yeah it's just kind of uh, that kind of change i want to see and uh, you know because this this won't last you and i both know this whole wearing black thing award season is nearly mm. over then what's gonna happen so but yeah i mean hopefully it will change and hopefully you know this whole time's up thing um is going in the right direction and it's not just an excuse for celebrities to kind of jump on a bandwagon yeah. which i think sometimes does happen yeah but um but yeah so hopefully but anyway let's move on from that now cool so i'm just going to quickly touch on the oscars and um, on what your thoughts are i mean do you have any idea who the big winners are going to be do you think um <laughs> considering i've seen like <laughs> none of you've the seen films. none of them okay what i'll do is i'll read out the best picture nominees big one. okay so we've got call me by your name which i loved yeah oh you loved yeah. it okay darkest hour mm-hmm. dunkirk mm. get out loved loved it ladybird it's loved uh, not as strongly but still loved have you seen ladybird yeah oh my god i hate you so much yeah. it's not got a wide release yeah. in the uk so i've not seen it but i had a dream this sounds so silly i had a dream that i watched it and hated it and i woke up really sad oh really <laughs> but obviously i've not seen it so i don't know why i was sad um oh yeah that sucks i'm i'm hoping that will get come out next week so what what why didn't you like it oh no i did like it it's just um i, I guess i'm considering it in the same category as like call me by your name and kind of a similar oh. kind of film like a coming of agey yeah sort of indie film um i just preferred call me by your name but it was good and the performances are great and i guess i thought i'd connect to it more because i was a teenage girl but um i still prefer call me by your name gotcha yeah that's fair um phantom thread not seen it no No. it's uh, again it's another oscar film that's not had a word release over here so i don't think it's going to be seen by many people um the post also not seen but probably a strong contender isn't it considering yeah. the cast and... I'm not I'm not gonna lie I looked watched the trailer looked at the poster and just thought no I'm okay yeah yeah <laughs> it was you know those like those biopic history stories and you just think mm, I'm okay <laughs> yeah like I feel like I know the film just from watching the trailer yeah I've seen enough I'm just like yeah that's good um, the Shape of Water and three billboards, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. So, okay, what an epic list! Um, I mean, it's quite varied as well. Yeah. You've got your tip. You've got two biopics. Well, can you call Dunkirk a biopic? No. Well, we've got two biopics. You've got a gay love story. You've got a horror film. You've got a coming of age film directed by a woman. Mm. You've got a gritty revenge film. You've got Phantom Thread that I don't really know much about. Mm. But it's Paul Thomas Anderson, so it's bound to be of some significance. The Shape of Water about a woman who falls in love with a fish. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's probably one of the most varied best film categories I've seen in most recent years. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Judging from what know. I've heard people talking about it and things I've read online, I'd probably say Three Billboards will take it. That's what I'm going to yeah. go with. But I would I love it, it if it was Get Out uh, or or <laughs> or. Um, Call me by your name, yeah. but um, just for like what they sort of represent, I guess. I thought Get Out yeah, was that's so true. brilliant, but uh, I don't yeah. think either of them will win though. No, I mean for me, I mean I love Christopher Nolan, so 
Dunkirk to win would be amazing because I think the way it's made is fantastic. But it is nominated for a lot of technical awards. So if it walked away with them, okay. I think that would be well, well worth yeah. it. But I don't know. I, th- I agree with you. I think it's going to be three billboards, um, mainly because it's it's the, it's the strongest and typical most... I mean, it's a great film as well. Don't get me wrong. But I, I can't see... I think nominating Get Out is probably like their... Um, okay have the nomination yeah i know <laughs> but but to actually win it it will be like oh okay kind of thing but it's great to see a horror film nominated yeah like i mean a they're usually very badly made in recent years and b it's just great to have it in the mix and with a fantastic director and cast mm-hmm. as well he's done so well hasn't he who D- the daniel david oh, right. yeah yeah Dan- daniel david oh my god D- david what do i sound like sorry i'll cut that out <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's done well. I mean, the the I mean, T- Timothy um, from Call by Your Name is nominated as well, and I think he's only twenty two. I know he's people he's love great. him. And Margot Robbie, I'm so glad she's nominated for Best Actress. Yes, because she's great. She's underrated as well, and I think she needs. I mean, I know she's producing now too, so she'll probably be in more. They say make your own work. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, she's but brilliant. Yeah, cool. She's really good. She's from there. Have you seen Iton yet? Not yet. No, but again would love to on the list yeah <laughs> okay um let's step away from films now so this week's attitude is about gratitude mm-hmm. when things are really shit <laughs> yep <laughs> so when was the last shitty day you had and what happened eleanor brown wednesday <laughs> Wednesday. I had a How terrible... funny! Mine was Wednesday oh, too. Really? Maybe something was. Maybe up. it was like written in the stars. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I woke up and it wasn't a bad day to start with. I mean, I was actually no, I was very sleep deprived. I'd done that thing where I made myself too busy, and then so like the week leading up to Wednesday, I just had worked too much and like run myself down. And then the night before, I'd well, I'd worked two jobs the day before and got in at four a.m from a oh working in at the night so got in um and had to get up early on the wednesday for a casting i had a recall for a commercial and Ooh. um i said so my day started off all right and then i went into this casting for this commercial and oh i think it was the worst audition i've ever had <laughs> No. What happened? uh, So I think basically what happened was me and the director were not on the same page. So it was a recall. So I went in and basically did exactly what I'd done for the casting director the week before. Um, Yeah. And I think we just weren't singing from the same song sheet, me and the director. I'd sort of, I don't know, I think something had got lost in communication. And I think auditions are always, or mainly in my opinion, are about understanding each other and yeah uh, and communicating yeah. the same yeah singing off the same hymn sheet yeah the singing yeah and we 100% were it started off really well and then when we kind of got down to like the crooks of everything uh, we totally weren't on the same page and I, I don't think he was very fair rather than sort of going oh let's start again I don't think we we're on the same page he was very yeah. dismissive and was like uh <gasps> okay and just made me feel shit. Oh, God, so I hate that. I And I don't normally feel... I don't normally get, like, that worked up about auditions at all, especially not for, like, a commercial casting, when really it's not really about talent, it's just about the way you look. And uh, <laughs> I left, and I ran out the door and felt <gasps> awful about it, and then, yeah, just felt terrible, and then it just ruined the rest of my day. 
Oh no. Yeah. So that was my last terrible day. So did you like get home and just wallow in your misery or I, did you try to I, cheer yourself up? Yeah, I actually I cried. I felt like I needed a cry. I could feel it coming yeah. on the way home because I was actually I was going out to work again that night. Made myself yeah. far too busy. Uh, so I came <laughs> home and on the as I was walking up the hill from my tube station, I was like, I need to cry. <laughs> yeah and uh, I feel like you need to do it sometimes yeah. it just it's like sits like there in your throat and you're like it's it's gonna happen if it's I don't happen. if I don't do it now then it's gonna come out like later tonight or tomorrow and I'm gonna embarrass yeah. myself so I, as soon as I got in I literally shut the door and was like <laughs> and then felt um substantially better that's good yeah. so would you would you say having a quiet does fix your shitty day sometimes Sometimes, like a, like a like a tactical cry, you might say. Yeah, get it out, and then you can yeah. laugh about yeah. it. Now I can laugh about just, it. What yeah. a ridiculous thing to do! Just cry about an audition, yeah. but uh, uh, yeah, have a cry. Not always. Like sometimes a cr- the cries don't come. So yeah. I uh, listen to like music, certain playlists to find find your calm. Yeah, as they say. Yeah. Yeah. What. So what what kind of music playlist do you listen to to calm yourself down? Is there like a go-to one or you just kind of put it on shuffle? I'm a big believer in playlists, so I have quite a lot on my phone. <laughs> do you have like the different moods? Yeah, I actually 100% I ha- I have do. this too. Yeah. I have this too. So I've got... I, I feel like it was like a... <laughs> go on, what did you say? I, th- I said I feel like I wrote myself like a manual on like yeah. if I'm angry, listen. But I do it with podcasts too. Like there's certain podcasts I listen to if I'm feeling angry or sad or lonely. Um, so... Yeah, I'm on you. I'm with you on that one. But what what playlist? Give me some of your playlist names. Okay, so one I go to quite a lot is Chronic Melancholic. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Which you like on Wednesday? I did not go to. You know, like sometimes no, you're no. a bit sad. You, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to torture yourself and get sadder than you already are. No. So I, no. I, 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 but sometimes if I'm like a medium kind of sad or just a bit like huh, like mopey, I'm quite happy to put that on. <laughs> But okay. Wednesday was not the day for that, so I put on like I don't even know what it's called, but it's like ho- like happy like boppy songs. Okay. Um, I wonder if I can let's look at my playlist. What other yeah. names do I have? Let's let's get some names out here. Yeah, I've got. Um... Oh, that's it. Positive pants bop along. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! I feel like that's going to be the title of this episode. Yeah. Positive pants bop along. Um, I love it. I've got Electric Dreams. I've got The End of the Fucking World. <laughs> Which is... is that based on the show? Oh, that's actually what it is. It's the soundtrack to the TV show. Oh, that's not amazing. my own creation. Yeah, I've got like a little acoustic one. I feel in myself and I'm feeling like, yeah, I feel like I should be in a film, walking down the street kind of. Yeah. Shit heart kind the of. The soundtrack yeah. of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I've got one called Cheer Up You Little Bitch. <laughs> Which I which comes in the car a lot, usually driving home from work. Right. Um, and the, the typical workout. I've got the happy list, which I used to listen to a lot. And I've got peaceful piano, which is what I listen to when I'm stressed. Nice. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It just And then, obviously, the podcast. So, but no, that's cool. So, it sounds like you find positivity to cheer yourself up and don't just kind of, like, sit there and wallow in it, which is good. Yeah. I think you have to, don't you? Yeah. I mean, I think... It's, it's hard sometimes I mean it depends where you are as well like if you like for me I, my worst day this week was Wednesday and I had a really bad 
interaction with my manager mm. and I, like you said like you know you you're gonna cry but I was like I'm gonna be fine <laughs> I'm fine don't worry guys I'm fine and then all of a sudden I just burst into tears and it wasn't like you know it wasn't like a, <laughs> it was the got <gasps> it like choking tears and I just kept saying sorry because I felt so embarrassed but I couldn't stop and like people kept coming over and I was like I'm so sorry and all this stuff and then you go into the toilet but obviously if you work in an office you can't go into the toilet. I mean, I do my usual toilet cries, but that's people can't see me. When you're crying in the toilet with three other people there, yeah. then people come out and they're like, oh my God, what's happened? And like, you weren't there, don't worry, kind yeah. of thing. But, and obviously there, like, what can you do when you're in an environment where you can't, like, go away and listen to music? I mean, it could be anywhere. It could be, like, any, if you're at school, if you're at work, if you're in stuck on a train with your boyfriend yeah true story you know <laughs> and I think I think kind of podcasts and music are a great way to listen to but just kind of breathing as well mm-hmm. just to calm yourself down because I think it's great to think positive and you know you get those really annoying people that are like just just don't worry about it just don't think about it it'll be fine just don't worry you'll be fine just just turn your fan upside down like shut the fuck up yeah there's like <laughs> it's only have... so long that that lasts like that's not maintainable exactly for forever no no i mean that's it'd be great if we could all think that way but i think sometimes our bodies and our brains need to just adapt and get used to because sometimes things are things that are a shock yeah you know and it's it's with anxiety as well you can't really just be like i'm fine yeah i'm fine so yeah i think having a playlist is fantastic a good idea actually i like that (laughs) i think people should do it more and podcasts and things like that. I mean, what about reading? Do you find reading calms you down? Um, I love reading, but do I really use it to calm me down? Maybe. I use reading a lot to kind of, um, to get me inspired or like to make me sort of thinking about things or I like involving myself in like stories or reading about certain things to get me inspired about certain topics or create, feeling creative ideas. Um, yeah. But I guess it is quite therapeutic, isn't it? Like, I t- tend to read before I go to sleep. It's a nice little feel, way for your brain to yeah. shut down, away from a screen. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. I think for me, is like, I'll come home from work and I'll often put my phone down and read for, like, a good hour because it's. A, I think it's a good way to unwind as well mm. because there's obviously be, being at work all day or being out or being on audition or being on set, there's, like, a build-up of notifications on your phone. So you kind of feel, like, obliged to respond and yeah. interact and kind of catch up on the all these things you must have possibly missed out on that are actually not really very important so I think it's good to just kind of relax and do the do the whole reading thing as well I think being feeling angry sometimes as well it's good to read because then you can kind of kind of drift off into another kind of thing so I think that's good that's why I love people seeing people reading on the tube I think that's great yeah it's so much better than being on your phone like a zombie oh god yeah playing candy crush god yeah why does everyone still play Candy Crush? Like, on every time I'm on the bloody tube, they they love it. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I'm very naughty, though, because sometimes um, if someone's watching, like, a documentary and it's got subtitles, I will watch it over their shoulder. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? It's like that invasion of privacy when you... Or if you're reading the paper over their shoulder. Like, yeah. I hate it when someone would do that to me, but really, I'm like, I just want to know what you're watching. And we're always doing it. It's, it's terrible. And do you know what I really admire is the women that... I mean, men too, but I've only seen women do it, is the women that take selfies on the tube oh, wow. and then sit there and, like, 
edit them and I just watch them I'm like wow mm. I'm just like the confidence to do that like I hate taking a selfie when I'm alone yeah but to do it in front of people and then sit there and like yeah no I'm gonna just sw- stroll scrolling along like all these pictures and just like oh that's girl. weird isn't it I've never I don't think I've ever it's seen just, that yeah it's just strange and like literally I've seen a woman get up and change seats because there was better lighting <laughs> on the other side and I was like yeah you know what that's totally fine I get that and you know you know maybe people find that calming maybe people find taking pictures of themselves <laughs> is calming and makes them feel better I mean for me because like like you I usually cry when I feel like shit I'm not putting a camera anywhere no, no, near this no. face like no. there is mascara running down my face like, it makes me laugh at work when people say oh you've got mascara on your cheek I'm like yeah because I've been crying <laughs> in the toilet don't judge me kind of thing <laughs> it's meant to be there yeah. but um yeah you know everyone's got a different different way of finding their calm and putting a positive spin on things so I think that's the most important thing it's just kind of finding something that you can call like a little home in yourself and little kids do it like my little brother's Mm -hmm. six and he like counts to ten sometimes (laughs) if like one of his trains goes missing yeah he's like and I think that's great because I didn't have that as a kid I'd just run around and be like where's my fucking train (laughs) at six (laughs) at six yeah Yeah. i didn't mean with barbie dolls that was the main thing yeah especially i mean when you grow up with sisters as it's just barbie dolls just very frustrating the hair's cut off yeah and i remember when my youngest sister was born we could no longer have our barbie shoes because they were too small and she could die and I just resented her for the longest time for yeah, it. Man. Fuck you. Like, how dare you come <laughs> round with your stupid little mouth that you just think you could stick Barbie plastic shoes in. <laughs> so, um, see, so yeah, I had some barefoot hippie Barbies for quite a long time whilst Georgia was a baby. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, speaking of books, though, what are you currently reading? I'm reading Sapiens. Okay, what's this about? Oh, okay, so Sapiens is... Oh, God, I don't. I'm not. I can't remember the name of the author, but um, he has written a book. It was basically about our, um, us as like a species, um, humans as a species. So going back hundreds of thousands of years and like seeing the development for how we became like how we became Homo sapiens and what that means and how that um, how we're sort of different from any other species in the animal kingdom. Uh, and it's so so interesting and it's actually quite easy to read it sounds quite um, like it would be very heavy but it's not at all sounds very brainy it's no and it's really not at all actually I was with a friend today and she's just finished reading it and it's just sort of talking about what makes us different and the current chapter I'm on at the minute is he's just mentioned I've only just started it but he sort of mentioned how um, the reason we're different from any other species is that we all have like a collective belief in certain things that in things that we that don't actually exist or we can't we can't see so you know like if a lion sees a bison they all know that it exists but we believe in money which is a not a real thing we've all but we all invest into this myth of money yeah and we all subscribe to it and that's what sort of separates us and it's just sort of about um yeah the process of our development over tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of years and sort of where that's brought us to now and the way we live our lives now and then and sort of how we probably should be taking some tips from how we used to be and apply it to our the animal kingdom yeah. yeah 
it's funny you said that about the money thing as well because it's it's a thing that people judge others on so much in in anything like kids getting school like applying to school and when you go for a job and you know all these all these little it's just fucking ridiculous yeah it really is and it makes me laugh because like when 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 we're filmmaking and you get all these people in a room not for one second do you ever think oh that person looks like they've got money or that Mm -hmm. person looks like they haven't got a lot of money yeah and it's a straight I think in the arts it's a different thing maybe because nobody's got money in the arts (laughs) (laughs) you kind of look around and think oh we're all broke we're all doing this for a passion hoping that the next big job will get the big bucks but um yeah the the money thing is ridiculous it really is it's like I mean obviously I'm buying a house at the moment and when you tell people they're like oh you've 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 got some money yeah. like uh no i'm broke like i'm eating super noodles for dinner but um it's called saving and persistence yeah. and patience so it's 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 a stupid thing it really is it's strange i do wonder if we'll ever, and i feel like at the moment with social media we're a lot of the the youth eleanor as we are no longer um, the, the youth i would say we're passing um, I don't even know where I am on the scale of things anymore. I know I can no longer apply for funding that's in the youth category, <laughs> and but I still get ID'd yeah. and I still get you know and I still get oh you're how old are you nineteen? I'm like oh thank you so much yeah. but no, um kind of thing. It was funny. I went to a football match recently and the the body bodyguard no sorry, um what do you call them? Security guard was like yeah. how old are you? And I laughed. I was like. <laughs> 12 and he was like no seriously because i can't search you if you're under 16 i thought whoa <laughs> under 16 i mean oh my god that's mega <laughs> that's crazy i mean but um i've lost my child of thought now but yeah sorry social media and the youth i feel like everyone now is not everyone but this this group this age group has to assert this image on social media that they are rich and they can afford things and look at my new trainers and I mean there was that story wasn't there about that jet where people would pay to take a picture just walking up the steps to give the impression that they had a private jet and I just think the amount of effort you're putting in to create this image you could be working on a career or a hobby that could get you that lifestyle Mm. you know yeah it's funny isn't it it's sort of like what is that what is that kind of thing where people are flaunting their money on Instagram and it's stupid because everyone that's watching them knows that actually in their minds they're the poorest of the poor like if that's what you're <laughs> like if that's what you're considering as like validation like like that's not an existence but it's weird also now because social media is a job so posting on Instagram people can make millions yep. off it which is they a wild us. thought which is mental considering <sighs> like we didn't have mobile phones like <laughs> when we were their yeah. age it's. I mean, I just want to know how to do it because yeah. if I can sit at home all day and just take pictures in some dresses and get paid, I'm I'm down. Yeah. Like my integrity, pff, I ain't got time for integrity. If I'm getting no, I'm joking, that's terrible. I would never do that. But um, yeah, but if so, I can promote like a, a protein shake and get megabucks from it, I'm 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 God. happy to take that protein shake. Oh, but the thing is, you can see. I mean, I don't know about you, but I can just see through these people oh, yeah. and. It just, I just lose all interest in it. I really do, and it's and the the posts are just so unnatural as well. I don't know if they're like pre-written by a marketing person, but it's just like, oh, woke up this morning, and I just knew it was going to be a great day, which is why I use my new detox tea with yeah. my new shaker baker with my new stir stir and my new t-shirt, and I just think, 
this is exhausting to read never mind live yeah. like I just wonder what they're actually doing because imagine going on a date with these people. I just, I mean, obviously, I think they have to date other people that are into this. They must and like, do. They can become like a social media couple, but because I just couldn't ima- imagine being on a date with with someone and they're like, I'm like, what did you do today? And they're like, oh, you know, I wrote twenty captions for my Instagram and um, took you some know, selfies, took some selfies, yeah. and I just think, oh no. Yeah. Sorry. What else do you have to talk about other than that? Probably not a lot. No, and so I think that kind of that whole image of kind of flaunting wealth is um is interesting because it's like we're watching other people do things that maybe we want to do or I, I don't know it's different. I did a re- I recently did a social media cleanse where I um unfollowed ten percent of everything across all social media channels. Oh wow! Okay. And it felt amazing. Mm. I just got rid of everyone that kind of made me feel sad or, yeah. <laughs> or jealous that's or the, that's upset. That's the thing about social media, isn't it? Like, the, the yeah. negative thing. Like, I actually think social media can be great. Like, it really can. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you can bring people together. Mm. That's, I mean, my, my boyfriend and I met on social media. Mm. So a- anything can happen. But I felt, I felt like with Twitter, I wasn't seeing people I actually knew. I was constantly seeing celebrities mm. and I'm just thinking, I'm not actually be catching up with people I know. So I don't know. But yeah, yeah I did that. Good for you, yeah. Sometimes I go through phases where I just need to come off it. So I'll delete the apps off my phone for like a week. And I mean, I, I, I always go yeah. back to it, but it's, uh, it's, it makes me feel so much better. I turned off all notifications except Facebook Messenger because I talk to people on there yeah. uh, regularly. Turned off all notifications. I did this about, I think, a year ago now, mm. and it's been amazing because I just you don't feel the constant need to um, interact. And I think when you post a picture on Instagram and you see all the notifications come up, it's I just it's just pointless. I'm like, oh, Ellen has liked my picture. Like, what you does that need me in my day? No, you don't need to know and. I think it. I think it's a really great thing. And there's a few other like tips that people share now about trying to cut down on social media. Like you can turn your phone to grayscale. Have you heard of this? No. So there's a setting on your phone. I've not done it because I tried to and I couldn't work it out. So I was like, <laughs> I'm giving up with this. But you can change your phone so it's grayscale, so it's less appealing because like your eyes get oh. like trained to bright colours and stuff. So I thought, oh, that's quite cool. So, like, the, the um, appeal of social media isn't so strong if you're, like, seeing everything in no. black and white. Yeah, like, there was a study and, like, apparently within, like, three days, people were no longer using it. So there's that. Um, what was the other thing? I'm trying to remember now. It was like um, someone was going to invent, like, an app that if you went over a certain amount of time using social media apps, it would shut down. That's good. So you you only had like a time frame. I was like, it's like a time out with children. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good crazy, though. isn't it? It's mad, but I think I think some people could do it because I know some people that do spend too much time on there, and I think it is it is quite bad. But like you said, it's good and bad. I mean, sometimes being on there brings people close together. Yeah, and you know, and from my point of view, for trying to promote a company in films, it's fantastic. Mm. So. Yeah, it's hard. it's one of those things as well that it's so new and fresh that not enough research has been done into it to sort of realise the full effects of what it's doing to people no. who have spent too much time on it. And really, like, it's 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 dopamine is, is that's what's your, is being released when it's you get dopamine. likes, and that is a drug which 
I was talking to a, um, another girl, so when I'm not acting, I do a lot of teaching, and I was speaking to another girl who, she works at like university level and um, and in um, secondary schools, and she was saying that there's a study been done that's saying that dopamine is should have a, like an age restriction on it, like alcohol or um, you know certain drugs or whatever, because it's as sort of bad or can be as bad um, and as addictive as any like as any others. Which is a scary thought that kids are being like, uh, like uh, being released to it at like age eleven or whatever they can get on Instagram or Facebook and. Oh god, yeah. Terrifying. Which is terrifying. Mm. It's terrifying. I mean, uh, my my boyfriend's younger sister, she's twelve, and her and her friends they often delete posts if they don't get enough likes. Oh. And I just think, I just think, what? That's because then then you're posting for something, aren't you? You're yeah. trying to get something out of it. Whereas, I mean, when I post a picture, it's just like it's for me, really. So I can look back on it and be like, oh yeah, that time I went to Berlin was really fun, and not like, oh my god, Eleanor has not liked my picture and it's been online for four days. Yeah. So it's but like funny what you say about dopamine as well because obviously you get that in new relationships. Mm. And people, that's that's why some people can't handle that kind of whole thing, and that's why I think it you get them kind of that stereotype of like crazy girlfriend and stuff it's funny you don't hear about like crazy ex-boyfriend yeah. it's usually because they end up killing you or something <laughs> yeah. it's just you just don't hear those stories because they usually got restraining orders and court cases to kind of keep them at bay but um yeah i mean speaking on that have you watched crazy ex-girlfriend i actually haven't and i know i've seen you tweet about oh. it loads i know it's it's fantastic it's fantastic and i think that it, it's why it's so good is that it leaks into a lot of the social media uh explanations and that kind of thing about dopamine and being creating an image and yeah. using it to stalk people as well is because you think about that and that's weird yeah like that's that's very strange i mean it goes back to like um when the bling ring used to go around and steal from celebrities houses they found out they weren't at home yeah because these people were on Twitter saying, oh, oh I'm, I'm going away for the weekend. Yeah. So. Scary. I mean, what's... To wrap up the social media section, though, what is your favourite thing about social media? Hmm. Um, probably... It's kind of a platform where everyone's sort of equal. Uh, I'm thinking, like, on Twitter, how everyone is just, I guess, a little image and obviously you know some people have hundreds of thousands of followers some people have like a hundred but I like the conversations that are happening on social media I think I think I'm referring to what I'm referring to is Twitter and um, it's connecting people that wouldn't necessarily meet in real life um, and I guess I know a lot of the time that people are having these conversations difficult conversations and arguments it probably doesn't result in changing anyone's mind but there are the instances where it does happen, and I think that is a good thing. So, you know, yeah. just, you know, talking about any big issues like racism or, you know, the whole time's up thing, it's a raising awareness for big problems and instigating conversations, and it means anyone can get involved in the conversation. Obviously, it means that the people who are totally opposed to it on the opposite side <laughs> also to you are, have also, a voice. are also on the side of it, but it kind of is a place where 
it's just a place for those conversations to happen. It's so, a community, isn't yeah, it? It yeah. builds a community together. I think it's quite cool. And I think if you live in a... I think especially with the LGBT community, I think if you live in a place where you do not have anyone to talk to about that, mm. I've seen it firsthand through Tumblr, how that can be so beneficial to people. So, yeah, I agree with you on that one. So what's, what's, the, what's your least favourite thing about social media? when it makes you feel shit I think I think that's it it's Victoria's Secrets models yeah um my stomach really keeps rumbling I hope the mic doesn't pick up uh I yeah just sometimes where you can buy into the lies of social media Mm -hmm. and then make yourself feel bad about yourself that's the worst thing and I mean it's all right for me you know I'm a 29 year old woman and I feel like I'm pretty secure in who I am but if I think about kids like we were saying kids at school who are coming on it into it like as young as primary school age what that can do to someone's self-confidence or sense of self i think is really quite scary so yeah. that's that's it. if someone doesn't have the maturity to realize that it's not real life yeah that's a really scary place to be i think completely agree so i think the main thing to go away with from this episode is try to find a positive place to go to when you are feeling down whether it be a playlist whether it be a podcast a book a social media account that you enjoy that doesn't make you feel like shit yeah. <laughs> um so what three things to round this up what three things make you eleanor brown happy Ooh. um oh you didn't see that one happy? coming no okay three Nature and open spaces, being outside, makes me very happy. Um, that was like seven different things. What are you doing? No, right but now? as in like nature, <laughs> nature, nature, being nature. in okay, nature. Cool. Number one, being in nature. I like it. I like it. Um, Not right now though, because it's freezing. <laughs> yeah, just looking at it through my window today. Cause, through the window. Uh, it was a beautiful That's day, cool. other than when I went outside and couldn't feel my face. <laughs> uh, number two, probably my like my the like the. The relationships in my life so my boyfriend and my close friends and family um and spending Always time important. with those people and then number three would be art like making art creating stuff that's good that's inspiring i like that and i think i think if you kind of because every day i write i've got like in my journal mm-hmm. i've got like this morning I am grateful for three things and then tonight so at the end of the day I am grateful for three things and usually it's the same three things usually it's Scott my boyfriend um my friends and Rianne Pictures which is art so similar to you mm. um I mean nature for me is difficult like today I filmed a football match in the freezing cold <sighs> that must have been tough and I only had my cropped joggers so <sighs> bare skin on the calf um so yeah no I do love nature I just I need to I need to get out of nature more I don't know if you see my skin like I'm looking pretty pasty <laughs> yeah um, and I'm going to Poland this week so <laughs> I'm getting a lot of outside crispy air it's minus seven it's minus seven layers 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 layers, layers. I bought I bought like a I bought like a thermal layer today and the woman in the store was like, this is for ski. And I was like, that'll do. Yeah. That'll do me good. Don't you worry. Ski gloves. But yeah, I think ski, ski, a ski helmet. Just in case, <laughs> you, know, you never know. <laughs> Go skiing down in Krakow. Um, but yeah, so how, I think having three things 
to just say to you like a mon like a man- mantra mantra how do you say that i say mantra 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 just to say to yourself i think is good because it kind of reminds you that even if you do have a shitty day there are things in your life that are good for you and they'll probably be with you longer than the shitty days so 100%. i think that's important yeah i totally agree um and that's it for for this first adventure. I thank you so much because I was super scared doing this, and I'm so glad you said you'd be my co-host for the first episode. Is it the very first one? This is the first. It's the very done. first one. I didn't even know I'm that. I'm very nervous. I'm very nervous. I I hope you come back and do another one. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, we just yeah. got started. We've got a lot more, a lot more things to t- talk about. So it'd be cool and. Um, because what have you got going on right now? What can you what can you brag about? This is your brag zone. Oh, I don't really have anything to brag about because. Um, okay, bye. I'm, I'm joking. Just, <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm, I'm auditioning for things. So in terms of like, like art or like acting work, I don't know what I'm doing next. Um, so if that's what you're asking of me, I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd be like, well, I'm gonna go make dinner and I'm gonna wash up. <laughs> yeah, put a wash on. I he- I heard a little film you did got into Sunderland Film Festival. I heard that too. How exciting! Yeah, I I heard the director's like a made a bitch and stuff. <laughs> yeah, she was the worst director I've ever worked with. Thank God it was a great so film. Was. Oh God, um, how do you feel? I, like, sorry, I should probably explain with people listening. Yeah. Our film that we worked on together, um, Foxhole, got into Sunderland Film Fest, which is the first film festival it's got into. Yeah, that's so, exciting super exciting I think also very nice. scared it is oh there's nothing to be scared about I don't think obviously it's your baby more than it it's is mine baby. so it's um, my child you have probably you probably have more valid reasons to be scared but you know it's being celebrated that's a great thing I think it's nice yeah. when you create something and people are like yeah this is worthy of showing to other people or like worthy of recognising I like this yeah that's a really nice thing I'm going to charge people money to come see this yeah that's what I always say like I totally admire that you write everything create your own things and you have these ideas and you share them so openly with people whereas I I never do that I you know if I ever write something down I've never showed it to anyone so I just think that's a very brave thing to do and it's great for you that someone's gone yeah I like this thank you I'm just glad you're in it because you, otherwise it would be very weird film with no lead actor. <laughs> so no, it was it was it's cool. I'm glad that um, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for the cast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is because I feel whenever whenever I make these films, I kind of feel like I really hope this does well because otherwise these actors are gonna be like, what the fuck <laughs> did I just yeah, spend, why did I spend five my... days doing yeah. with this woman? And um, so no, I'm pleased for that. And I think a few people are going, which would be quite nice. Oh really? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know it's like Sunderland's it's far, far away. Yeah. Like so, I mean, it's the beginning of a long festival season. So hopefully, we'll get some more locally local ones, mm-hmm. which would be quite nice. But yeah, nice. anyway, so top tip for this week, I'm going to say to listeners: find a positive place, thing, hobby to do when you're feeling like shit hold on to it give it a funny name what did you call yours positive positive pants positive, bop along positive pants bop along find find your positive pants bop along and let us know what it is i'd be interested to hear <laughs> more playlist names or things that people do yeah. and thank you eleanor so much you're very welcome Karis.
If you'd like to subscribe to our podcast, please do so in iTunes. It would be great to have support so far. This is a very new podcast and we're still working things out. Some fancy pantsy music will be added very soon. Um, in the meantime, you can also follow us on social media. I'm at, at Karis Rianne and Eleanor is at Eleanor J. Brown. Next week, I will be joined by a different guest co-host and we'll be discussing rejection in career, relationships and life. Until then, bye.